So this is this is not my normal podcast about photography or anything like that. Um, in fact, I'm not really sure where to start. I don't know, but so I lost someone today. Someone that I I considered a good friend. He was my cousin. Joel is his name. He called himself Hayden. So I'll refer to him as that throughout this cast. I got the news earlier. I was still at work. I got a text from my mom. She asked me if I had known what happened. When I saw the question, I was like, well, I don't know. I was just thinking in my mind. I don't I don't really know. Then I got this you know this deep feeling like something was wrong. The way she asked it. And I'm like so I've heard the question um not regarding him per se, but it was somebody different, like you know what happened to such and such and it's like oh man I hate I hate I hate that feeling and she was like check Facebook and I was like well where uh, so I was checking his Facebook I didn't see anything since uh, there was no post since September 26th I think it was he has two accounts um I wasn't exactly sure the reason why he had two accounts, but yeah, two accounts. I checked them both, and the last the last entries were on the 26th of last month. I checked his Facebook. Like I said, I didn't see anything, and then. My mom said, check his sister's Facebook. And then when I saw the posts, I knew, I knew exactly what had happened. I don't know exactly. I don't know the details. I haven't really talked to her or anybody else. But I figured, I figured that he must have done something. But regardless, he's no longer with us, and I didn't really know what to do or say, and I still don't really. Just when I was trying to process that, and I can't, 
I try, and even now I'm trying to process it, and I'm holding back as much as I can, but if you knew, if you knew Hayden at all, like, I had met him uh, when I was going to a trade school back in 2001. I was going to Full Sail. And uh, it was in Florida, so it was definitely out of state for me. And at the time, I didn't know I had family down there. And for the first time, I met them. I met all my cousins, my my auntie and uncle, and Joe, aka Hayden. Um, he was young. He was. How old was I? I had to have been at least 19. I was 19 when we met. And I think he was 15 or pretty close. But, you know, for as young as he was, he seemed like he was quite mature. He was on a, he was on a different level. If you, if you knew him... You would say like, yeah, this guy's—he's different. He's on a different level, and that wasn't a bad thing. That was one of his best attributes. Even then, like being that young, and I—I I didn't have many friends, so he was pretty much like one of my friends, basically. Even though he was family, he was one of my friends that we could, you know, call each other. We play. We used to play video games like late, super late to like early morning, and then we go to church the next day, and our eyes were just burning. That was what we did. You know, we had such a great time, you know, playing this one game, Project Justice, and he would always pick this character, and he'd always kick my ass. Momo. We were just a bunch of, we were a couple of crazy mother, you know, crazy, man. We were just crazy, like, when we were ever around each other. And we would have the most fun. But when I look back, it was, it's been a while. And over time, I'm getting these texts every now and then. Um, a lot of years went by. It's been, well, it's 2018. And can you imagine, when I graduated trade school in 20, 2002, so it's been 16 years. 16 years since I physically saw him. But, I mean, we kept in contact pretty much uh, on the interwebs, Facebook, Hangouts. And we, I would say we did a great job as far as, like, keeping up with each other, you know, making, you know. But, you know, in the past couple years, past few years especially, it's been increasingly difficult to, I guess, to know exactly, like, I, 
because Joel, because Hayden was, he was different, as I stated, and people mistook that for something else, but he was really an intelligent person. Uh, one of the more mature people that I've, in general, that I normally talk to. So, in our conversations with each other, we talk about politics, life, philosophy. He's a very philosoph uh, philosophical person. And we would talk, and I, I would love these, like, these talks, these different debates, and I would look forward to them, even though, like, it would get so heated sometimes, but I would look forward to it because I knew... He was the one person I could talk to like that, you know, the, the one person I could talk to about this, these certain topics. There aren't many people, there really weren't many people like that. So every now and then we'd call like late at night and I live in Hawaii and he lives in Florida. So you can imagine the time distance between us. It'd be like four something in the morning there and God knows what time here. And we'd be talking about philosophy and religion and just a bunch of stuff that I would just love conversing with him about. And I knew when I heard, when I saw that news, that I would never have that conversation again. I never would talk to him again. And I know in the past couple years our chats have been hit or miss and I I knew like I knew his life wasn't perfect and rarely he would ever like disclose exactly what it was I just knew that there were things going on and he was handling it the way he knew how through alcohol abuse or whatever and for a time he was actually getting better uh, he had stopped drinking and I we had talked and I was like you know you're doing a great job and I don't know exactly what like I said I don't know all the details like he wouldn't tell me everything but I know and some of the Facebook posts and it would just be like random and just like pure like like I knew like something was just not right like something was wrong or something somebody had did him wrong or and he just I guess he would lash out in the way he could and on Facebook and most of the time I you know I thought it was just him being him and to an extent it was it, that's the type of person he was it would just be like something random uh, even if it wasn't like something like disturbing it would be like you know that's that's kind of far out there but I guess so kind of thing that's just the type of person he was so every now and then when I'd see like you know different things I was like oh, it's kind of it's a little further out there than normal and Eventually, they would stop. You know, the posts would stop. The chats, we didn't chat as much as we we did before. And I know I could 
I've gone over this over and over, and I don't want to play that game, but I wish that there was more I could do and say, but, you know, like I said, I mean, when we did have these chats or whatever, and we talked, some of us, you mentioned about some of us dark times and everything, and I would, you know, be the person that was there for them, and you know, kind of help him through it as much as I could and as much as I knew, but I didn't, like I said, I didn't know everything. I don't think you truly know any, no, really know a person unless you, you know a person. I was talking to my mom about it earlier. It's like, maybe he just, he was truly like alone. You know, she, she mentioned to me that he just, he didn't want to live life anymore. that is very that is a very sad it's that's one of the things i i just i don't know how to respond to it too much because i'm like you know this he was like one of the guys i used to talk to man you know like you know i can't when you say goodbye or anything it was just the chat stopped you know they they, they simmered down to almost nothing and the last chat I had was in April I mean, yeah we we comment off and on about different things throughout the year but I honestly haven't chat with them since April this year fuck man I, I don't know, like, I just, I didn't want to believe it, I, I still don't, I don't want to believe, and it's like, there's, there's really nothing I can do, there's nothing I can say that's, that's gonna bring them back. I mean, like I said, I don't know exactly all that he was going through, but I knew he was going through something. And I'm not going to air the dirty laundry or whatever. That's that's something for a different day, but... But I know when we used to talk, like, we both used to talk about, like, you know, just different things that, you know, in life that perhaps could be better, you know, and it wasn't just like mundane stuff, it was like just, just dark stuff that we have to deal with, and it's been so long since we talked about that, that maybe he just truly thought that he was alone, and, and that it would, it would be better off that maybe he would just I don't know I just really I'm having a hard time processing it I'm just I'm trying very hard to hold back I just damn it man damn it
we um, hold on. I will say this though. He was somebody that he really cared about his family. And I know he loved his brothers. He loved his sister. And he loved his parents. And despite everything that I knew or didn't know, what he was going through, I knew that he loved his family. Above all else. And he would always ask me, you know, how is everybody doing, you know, on my side kind of thing. And I'd always ask him the same thing, like, yeah, they're doing good. Just that much I do know. I know he loved his family. And anybody that he did love, he loved them passionately. It wasn't just like he... It wasn't like... I don't... From my perspective, I, I don't like... And every time that I talked to him, it wasn't like he hated being alive. It wasn't like... He just didn't, like, want to exist. But at the same time, there was a part of him that perhaps I didn't know very well. And, and I'm sure it was just more than one thing. It was just various things that he was bothered by. That I, don't, I, that I do know. He was bothered by a few things, and I don't know much about his relationship with his girlfriend or lack thereof, but I knew he had a girlfriend. I just don't know about now. I know he was kind of going back and forth on that, and and for a guy like that really love people like that, like it would have a pretty adverse effect if somebody like just I don't know like didn't return that love the same way he gave it and I, I can understand and I was talking to my mom about it like how people are generally important like family friends loved ones like and for him, as far as I know, because <laughs> you have to remember, like, all this is, like, this chat back and forth has been done for the past, since 2002. So I haven't physically seen him since then, but I've seen him go through different phases of the type of person he was. And he wasn't, like, you know, a negative person. He wasn't evil or anything like that. Not from my perspective. And like I said, he, he loved people. He loved 
and at the things in his life that weren't so great. I think that's what really got him. And I won't say it's a surprise. I just didn't want to believe it. I really didn't want to believe it. I still don't. But I have to. I have to acknowledge that Haydn is no longer here. I can no longer talk to him, talk with him, debate with him. I have to acknowledge that. He did what he did because perhaps he felt he had no other choice. And most people in that situation, I, uh, I'm pretty sure would be this similar. They just they felt like they're they were totally alone. They they had no other choice, and that was the best option. At least that's what he was thinking. I don't. I don't think it was the best option. And obviously, because I'm I'm sitting here talking about it now, and but now I'm I'm asking all my friends and everything. You know, are you okay? Is everything good? You know, it's not that I regret it. I, I wish I could. I wish I could have talked. You know, chat more with them about these things, and because we would chat about the craziest things. It was like I don't, I don't know what the word is, but that's why that's why I looked at him as more of, of a friend than a cousin. We would. We would tell, you know, we would talk about just our our different secrets, you know, we had, and it just, I don't know. I can't do that no more. And I wish I could. I wish, I wish I could. You know, call him on the phone and give him a ring and he'll answer. You know, I wish I could do that right now, but I wish I did it more. But I can't anymore. I have this, this empty feeling now that it just somebody that I I knew and I loved is gone banished I don't know where he's at that's what I'm thinking right now I don't know It's the only way I can really 
talk about it is do a podcast. Damn it, man. I guess I'm done. I don't know. I don't, I really don't know, but. It was one cool dude, though. And you remember when I, I mentioned about he was being, like, he was, he was different. And I said that that was a positive attribute. And it, it, it was. It was a very positive attribute. He was different. And I'm still learning about these things. Like, you know, like... When somebody is, even in my own life, when I look at, like, just different things that somehow that I may get depressed by and, and I'm finding out why and the reasons why behind it is, it makes sense because a lot of people, they end up holding back their feelings they don't talk about it and and I, a lot of people can actually live life that way um i don't feel that that's healthy way of living life and for for joel it was like I'm just going to, you know, just blurt it out on my Facebook, you know, what what it is that's, that's pissing me off. And so he was kind of like a poet in a way. And every now and then he would drop these rhymes, like, um, kind of like freestyle. It was one of the things he was good at. And one other, one of the other things he was good at is dropping, like, rhymes every now and then, just... It would be so random out of the blue. I'm like, dude, that's pretty, I mean, that's, that makes sense kind of thing. And and that was him. He would do that every so often. So and I knew that was one of his outlets, like writing. And I know he, he used to play the guitar and, oh, man. Damn it, man. Like I said, there's nothing I can do or say. It's, it's going to wind the clocks back and fix what's already jacked up. I will say this, though. I'm going to miss him. fact I've, I've been missed him I, I left a comment on one of his posts and I don't I forgot what it was in regards to but I, I said something around um, something along the lines of you know I wish the I missed those times we used to talk about something this is a few weeks ago but um, and he you like the like the comment and I don't know, I just got too busy and I didn't 
just didn't see it. I didn't see it like I didn't see it coming like this. What's what's somebody supposed to say or, or do to that? It's just, it's just it just left field, came out of nowhere. But maybe that was Joel all along. It was, the one person that came out of left field and just like surprised, like like shock and all, like holy shit. And it was I I don't I don't I didn't see it as a negative attribute. I saw it was he was open, you know, and and maybe people misread him. Many times I would misread him, like, and just found it kind of just, but then, like, after a while, I mean, like, I knew, like, every once in a while I'd be like, okay, I mean, it's just Joel, I mean, he just expressed himself, and you can't really decipher an expression all the time, what that means. Unfortunately, because he was a poet, like I said, he was a poet, he was an artist. I posted something a while ago about how artists live in a live in a world where. This is a kind of a different subject matter, but I feel like it's relatable. Or it's, it relates in regards to this because it's like depression is one of those things that can be generated by a number of things. And it's not just one thing, it's not just something that happened last week, it's not. It's something that lasts for years. It's something that it's my own definition of it is, is something that it's it's been there and you're depressed or one person is depressed because they're coping with something that that has been there for a while. It's not something that comes out of nowhere. It's something that's always there. And and I knew Jewel was fighting something or rather some things. I just didn't know exactly what they all were. He only talked to me about a few things uh, from time to time, but as I said, you know, we lost touch in present day. I feel like in some ways I didn't know him as well as I could have. And I am saddened not only by that, but the fact that Maybe he was reaching out, and I don't know. I think he would reach out in his own way, and it would just, I don't know. It was weird.
so I'm gonna end this and um, there's not much more I can really say or do it's just I am saddened I am I wish I could do more and all I can do now is spread awareness and unfortunately this is something I mean, unfortunately, this is the circumstance that I have to do it. We have these different, like, small, like, uh, t training sessions every now and then regarding suicide and depression and stress and how they can all be related. And... It's not always clear as to why somebody does this. I mean, it's not always clear. That's why I said, like, you know, we, we chat, but, you know, we lost touch. And a number of months went by, and I haven't we haven't talked to each other. We haven't physically talked to each other on the phone. We used to talk to each other on the phone. And... But anyway, we, we have these, and this, it's not always clear. I mean, there's signs, and then there's, there's just other things that that gets misread. And I didn't, I didn't see Joel, aka Hayden, as somebody that would just do that. I just, I didn't. But he was a smart guy. He was really intelligent, so perhaps he was too smart. I don't know. Well, I wouldn't say too smart. I would say... Well, when I say that, it's because I'm learning, even now, that when somebody is more intelligent, it can... It can have as adverse effects for a person if a lot of the people they're surrounded by aren't on the same level. Because in a way, they have to like pretty much hide who they are. And believe me, I I kind of know what that's like in some way, shape, or form. So hiding, basically, you are. You're thumbing yourself down and hiding the fact that you're 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 intelligent and smart to fit in. And that can be hell for somebody. That can be literally hell for somebody to always do that and and there's no release. There's no unless you have a creative outlet or something. So I'm just learning about this. Because in some ways I, I feel like sometimes I'm doing that. And I don't I try not to do it, but it happens. It's like, well, if I'm knowledgeable in something and I just wanna fit in and you know I just don't feel like myself anymore when I keep doing that. So when I brought up the fact that we do these this um 
these trainings every now and then that I wanted to my point was is that and I, I'll just put it out there but it, I want to be there for people for family friends if there's something going on no matter what and it's not like that has never been on the table before, but I gotta put it out there. I gotta, if somebody is listening, I have to put this out there and I have to be like, hey man, I know we don't talk very much and that's fine. But if you need somebody to listen, please. You're more than welcome to, to send me a chat send me a message you have my phone number or I'll give you my phone number as long as you're not a stranger or something there's numbers for that and we'll go from there I'm not discouraging it I'm not knocking it I'm just saying that, hey I'm putting it out there that I am there I am here it may not seem like it because I am a busy person but I am here and I have the time and equally so I, I just saw um, a post from a friend it posted a video about how his video looked like you know really bad like he was gonna like kill himself or something like that I mean he wasn't but so he came back on to apologize that it's no it's not like that you know and thanking people thanking family and friends for actually being there for him and I had to reply and say man I, I'm here for you man you know that to have to keep pinging them like dude I'm here and I also appreciated the fact that he's there because I'm not, I'm not perfect, man. You know, sometimes I got shit. I got it. I'm going through. Sometimes it gets dark for me too, you know. And I always remember this, and I told my mom this, you know, earlier, that you know, whenever it's something that that seems unbearable, it seems like I'm feeling alone, and I'm, I'm just. I always like refer back and like, hey man, I'll, I'll give him a call just to hear the voice. And usually I feel better. Like you know, I'm not. It's not. It's not a lonely journey for me. It's and there are people that are there. There are friends and family that are there. And then at the same time, there's. I wouldn't say there are family friends that are not there, but they're just so busy so I don't normally contact them because I knew that either one I'm not gonna they're not gonna pick up and that's unfortunate and not only that they don't pick up they don't respond or reply back and I would hate to be in a situation where And it's not like I'm 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 not in a dark place right now, but 
life happens, right? The worst thing that a person can feel is is loneliness and being alone and and being unhappy and and feeling like there's no other option that that is got to be the worst feeling in the world and i i can't imagine all of those things combined i can only imagine you know feeling lonely yes i felt lonely before and occasionally i do feel that but to also feel like there's literally no one that can help me, no one to talk to, and there's nothing I can do to make it better, that's got to be the worst feeling in the world for any one person. No matter whether you're rich or poor or anything, that's got to be the worst. And I think I'm just imagining that that's what he was going through. And there's nothing I can do about it now. That's why I'm putting it out there. And for those who are are unreachable, unapproachable, I mean, that's if that's that's if that's you, that's fine. Keep doing it. But you know, if I'm gonna be approachable, I'm gonna be reachable. I'm gonna be here. That's all I'm saying. I I really wanted to put that out. I'm gonna miss him. I'm gonna miss him. Please. If you're not a family, if you're not a friend of mine, please, if you're a stranger and you're listening to this. There is a number. There is a suicide hotline. Please, by all means, if you have any any of those feelings outlined, whether you feel like you just there's nothing more you you think you can get out of life, that you're feeling alone, please call. I'll give you the number right now. I just so the number is my internet kicks on here I spelled that wrong anyway that's why I can't find it so there is a site as well called suicide prevention lifeline.org spelled correctly as it is there's also a number if you're on your phone one second I'll bring it up now actually it's the number it's 1-800-273-8255 If you want somebody to talk to, somebody to listen to you, that's also a good place to call. Anyways, um, 
unfortunately, this is the circumstance that I have to make this podcast, and it's, I guess it's, it's not a normal podcast for me, and I hate to do it, but I, I also want to remember the good times we had, and not focus so much on the bad, but we also have to acknowledge that the things, you know, wasn't perfect, and like I said, they weren't necessarily, like, signs for me, like, he was gonna do anything, like, it just didn't seem like he was the type of person that was gonna do anything, you know, like, but I think that it's safe to say that Anybody is capable of anything, and not to take any chances about it, just if there's any any inkling that, you know, somebody is just, you know, they're not happy, they're unfulfilled, they're depressed about something that, you know, give them something, you know, hey, um, can we talk? Can we just, you know, slow down? And I think it's better than doing nothing. I think it's better than just idly, you know, letting it go. And even if it's, you know, a characteristic, like I said, a characteristic of uh, Haydn was that, you know, he was very, he was really sporadic on certain things. And that was his personality, it wasn't just like, it wasn't always something that was just totally negative, or sometimes it was positive too, but I don't know. So anyways, um, yeah, um, if you need help, please ask for it. I am, I knew somebody else that also had similar issues and it was just very sad about it. I just, I don't want to see other friends and family have to go through this. And I know life isn't always perfect. It doesn't, it, it's not always, it's not always a good feeling to be alive. I mean, not that I'm thinking about death or anything like that, but I mean, it. You know, life isn't perfect. They're always throwing curveballs, and and when I think about it, it's like, yeah, I mean, I, I know it's life, and but then there there are other times when it's just like we really, really need somebody else to be there, somebody to hear us out, somebody to talk to, and if we just have that one person that's there that that we can count on. That, you know, everything is going to be alright. And I think Joel, he didn't have that person. Or it wasn't a, a defined person in his life that he could count on. At least from what I'm imagining is how he was feeling. I, I, don't, I don't fully know. But what I do know is that and I stated before that people are important, and if we can just focus on that, 
focus on helping each other, then I think everything would be okay. And no matter what, no matter, you know, what it is, we can get over it. I mean, we can cope. We can help each other through it. I mean, life ain't perfect, but you know what? You know, when I think about some of the dark times that I've gone through that I've never really thought about like killing myself or anything like that but I've had some pretty dark times where I just thought that sometimes like like damn man this has got to be the lowest point in my life and I, I can't imagine getting any lower than that and I'm sure it'd be a different story if it did but but for the most part, I've been a positive person. I've coped through it. I've, I've always had somebody that I can call or text even just to be like, hey, you know, are you doing okay kind of thing? You know, I haven't heard from you in a while. Are you doing fine kind of thing? So I've, I've been fortunate in that respect. And but I mean, it, I mean, it doesn't really, and I don't think it's a, a matter of being fortunate. I think it's just a matter of of defining who that person is or who who those people are that you have in your life that you you think too like, hey, you know, if if shit goes down and I'm calling somebody, then I have that person in mind or persons in mind that I can call, that I can text, that I can I can message to. And that's what I think back to. Every time, you know, stuff gets real and I focus on that and I focus, okay, well, maybe I'll talk to such and such and I know they're up right now. I hope they're up right now. And if not, then they'll get back to me when they can. And that's... That's the type of person that, that I want to become better at. Um, I know I'm. I don't think I was the best at it, and I want to be better at it. But yeah. So we end this here, and please, 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 if you have any questions, uh, feedback, any comments, leave in the comment section, and please share this to anybody you think they'll benefit from this. And as it is unfortunate that I am, have to do this because of the circumstances, but if this can help anybody now, then I'm sure Haydn would appreciate that, or he would have he would have appreciated that at the very least, that somebody else could be. Assisted because of this. Thank you, and we show out.